Well, hello everyone. My name is John Paul. I'm Triple H Car Doctor. I hosted a radio program for nearly 25 years, and most recently it sort of turned into a podcast, and we'll see where this goes from here. I'm an ASC certified technician. I used to be in the auto repair business before I came to work at AAA nearly 35 years ago now, so I've been around for a long time. I road test dozens of new cars, uh, so I can try to help you with those. My email, should you want to get a hold of me, is jpaul at aaanortheast.com. You have to spell out northeast, so jpaul at aaanortheast.com. In the episodes, we're going to try to talk to some interesting people. Uh, one of them in this episode, we're going to have a long conversation with Diana Imundi. She is one of my co-workers, and she is the Senior Manager of Traffic Safety Programs for AAA, as well as the Public Affairs Spokesperson in the state of Rhode Island. And we'll be talking to her about a variety of issues, including some that maybe may affect me directly. So we'll hear about that. And then we're going to be talking to old buddy Junior D'Amato. Junior D'Amato is a AAA auto shop owner. He is a radio personality. He writes a newspaper column. He has a fleet of pretty exotic cars. And he runs a real big repair shop that I actually visited just the other day to get an inspection sticker on an old car that I bought. And uh, we'll talk to him about what he's seeing in the shop some interesting things that he has driven and written about. So we have a pretty good program planned for today. So I encourage you to listen. Uh, if this is your first time on the program, the main site is johnfpaul.podbean.com. Maybe you're finding it on iTunes or whatever Apple calls their programming these days, or Stitcher or any one of the other uh, podcasting sites. Or an alternative site I use also is podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Just search for Car Doctor Podcast. You'll find me there. So first up, I think we're going to talk to Junior D'Amato. With me on the phone is uh, Junior D'Amato. Junior D'Amato owns Junior's Automotive. He has owned Junior's Automotive in Boston for over 50 years closed that down, got tired of the Boston commute, and has a fantastic shop down in Middleborough. And I'm sitting here looking at an old newspaper article, and uh, Junior's a guy who actually encouraged me to go do my own radio thing because I found out it was going to become part of my job. Junior, what's going on down in hey, Middleborough this morning? It's uh, not bad, about 30 degrees, and the sun is shining, and, uh, you know, we're just making it happen like every other day, and it's uh, interesting to see people that schlep back and forth to Boston on a regular basis that are here on a uh, Saturday, so it's pretty cool, and, you know, I don't make that commute anymore, which is a big deal, 35 years of it, and 20 years of just being up there, it's 55 years, and here we are again, John, with, uh, you know, Playing with cars, and boy, have they changed. They certainly have. I, and I was in there yesterday getting an inspection sticker, and a friend of ours, John Lawler, had a couple of his old cars in there. And uh, I think I did find a dwell meter, by the way. Oh, I could use that. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> what we use is a matchbox. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. That's it, exactly. It, and But, you know, today's cars are rolling computers. They get all kinds of sensors. You know, something as simple as what used to be a wheel alignment, when, which was kind of complicated, I thought, when I first started to work on cars. But now, all of a sudden, you need to reset computers when you do a wheel alignment. 
Well, you got to reset all the things, and it could take up to three or four hours plus uh, just going ahead and resetting all the uh, the sensors because you have yaw sensors, you got park sensors, you got backup sensors, lane departure sensors, keep lane keep in lane sensors, and of course you have the forward avoidance collision system. Um, I just had a Jeep the other day that Trackhawk, which you're probably in line to get. I was backing it up, all of a sudden, bingo, the brakes slammed on. I said, "There's nothing in back of me." It was a six-inch uh, Kirby we have in the driveway. So wow. I pulled forward. I tried it again. Yep, they picked up a six-inch tall curbing, so I didn't back into it. Pretty well, amazing. Yeah, it, it, it is. The cars today are amazing, but um, you need to be a talented technician to fix them, and, uh, oh. and because today's cars do require more than just nuts and bolts in your hands, you got to do a lot of you got to do a lot of thinking. You got to do a lot of reading. You got to do a lot of looking things up and talking with people to be, be able to figure out how to fix them. Well, we've got a bunch of great partners. Uh, one of them is Identifix, uh, which has been a great partner with me. And uh, we've been with them probably when they started, and I really didn't know if they were going to make it. And they have made it very successfully. They've got a, uh, a tremendous amount of shops nationally. And Identifix, for people that don't know it, uh, is a subscription-based service for technicians and repair shops only. And um, we have, uh, you know, the questions that we pop up that we see uh, every day, we see cars that everybody gives up on. And once we get one of them, it's a real challenge, and we can actually go ahead and fix these cars with the help of these guys because we're not the only one having that particular problem with that particular car. So it's really worked out really well over the past, you know, 25-plus years with Identifix. Then, of course, you've got Aldata. Aldata is something that, uh, you, me, your brother, anybody can subscribe to for a particular car for one year, and you can download uh, basically, uh, remember the Webster Dictionaries, how mm-hmm. thick they were? You can download a Webster Dictionary thick of whatever you need for that particular car for one year for about 25 bucks. Best money you could ever spend. Of course, then you've got your best friend and my best friend, Mr. and Mrs. Google. Yeah. <laughs> you can Google anything. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Then, of course, you know, if it's on the Internet, it's got to be true. It's you watch YouTube. True, yeah. yeah, you watch YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it is kind of it is kind of funny because as much information as out there, sometimes you got to rely on good old common sense, too, because uh, you and I have both seen, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, Mitchell on demand or whatever they call themselves, pro demand now or all data, uh, you know, every once in a while you run into a mistake and you look at it and you go, oh, wait a second, that doesn't seem quite right. But yeah, the best thing the best thing you can do, have all of these sources and be able to look it up. Um, you know, we, we were joking yesterday that uh, we were talking about point gap in, in an old caddy. And, uh, you know, is it 15,000, 16,000? You know, we used to be able to remember all that stuff. And you can't remember, you know, there's too much to remember now. Just grab a matchbook, John. Yeah, where can, you, yeah. where can you get a book of matches? Uh, well, that's the, that's the other problem. You know, they, I don't, you know, try sticking a big lighter in there. I think the gap uh. would be too big. Yeah, yeah, you're, uh, you're right. And and the other thing is, you know, things that seem relatively simple, uh, something as simple as a headlight replacement, all of a sudden now requires some reprogramming in some cars. Yeah, it's it's amazing. All the stuff that we're seeing today, it, it's just amazing uh, what's going on. And remember 1975, 1985, basically, you had a 10-year spread when American cars were just leaky, rattly, uh, rotting out. And uh, that's what we lost, John. We yep. lost yep. big time. No, and now we have Toyota, Hyundai, 
you know, and some of the other imports, yep. uh, Kia, those cars are absolutely fabulous. No, I feel know? I feel badly when somebody says to me sometimes, you know, hey, what can you recommend for a good mid-sized car? And I'm like, Honda Accord, Toyota Camry, Hyundai Sonata, and I, and they're like, well, what about the American cars? And I'm like, well, you better hurry because I'm not sure how long they're going to make cars anymore. You know, with Ford, you know, Ford saying, well, we're going to make the Mustang, maybe the Fusion, and GM is is going to be stopping a lot of their sedans. Uh, yeah, there, there's, uh, I kind of feel bad. You're right. And you kind of wonder why they, why the American car companies let themselves kind of fall apart. Well, it's just amazing what we're seeing. But now we're not seeing leakers anymore no, like we good. used to. Yeah. The leakers have gone, and uh, did you ever think you'd see, uh, you know, Dodge come out with all these race cars, I race know. trucks again, and uh, the new red-eye Dodge Charger widebody is going to be a five-passenger vehicle, and it's going to be 797 horsepower. And the and regular one is 717 uh, for this coming year. Yeah, and that the wide-body red-eye, I think if you put it on a track, don't, is it is it fast enough you have to put a roll cage in it? Um, well, you know, that's a new thing. Uh, NHRA, which banned the Demon, because yep. it hit into the nines. Now what they're making is um, new rules for NHRA, from what I understand, that a factory production car uh, will not need any kind of rollover protection uh, as long as it stays in the 10-second bracket. Oh, and, right. um, you know, the Charger four-door right now, they'll run a 1090-odd time uh, with the stock tires in stock form. The wide-body Dodge Charger coming out now is going to run probably about a 1050. Throw a set of tires on the back of it, and now you've got yourself a, a sub-10-second car. Yeah, yeah, amazing. It's amazing. You know, that is that, when you think about technology, that is amazing technology that's out there. And, and makes it, and makes it uh, you know, really kind of a, a special time in the automotive industry. I mean, you, you look at all these, you know, electric cars. I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a function of age, but I still kind of like something that makes some noise. So. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. incredible, yeah, you know. And really uh, we're going to see it more and more. And now we have a, a new Hellcat pickup truck, which is going to replace the Viper V10 truck, which is coming out very shortly. So things are going in the right direction for people. Uh, that want performance. You have the Mustang, that uh, the Dune GT500, which is pretty interesting. And this week I drove in a, uh, the new Ford Ranger pickup truck, completely blown away. They've done such a great job with that Ranger. The Ranger is what the F-150 used to be size-wise. The bigger getting bigger, yeah. uh, the smaller are getting bigger. It's amazing what yeah. they've done. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't driven the Ranger yet, so you know, hopefully I'm on tap to drive that at some point, too, uh, because I, I think it's going to do pretty well. The New England Motor Press has their official winter vehicle of New England competition. We just had that. Yep. Um, we've got some more votes coming in, but I, I suspect the Ranger may do okay in that competition. So You know, did you talk about that wonderful Rolls-Royce SUV for $346,000, if that was the cost of it? No, I didn't. I didn't because, uh, you know, it's just uh, I, you know, I walked around it. I looked at it. I sat in it. Uh, that was plenty for me. That was all I needed. Yeah. Yeah. That exactly. was not me and it was not you. Yeah, exactly. Hey, before I let you go, a couple things. Um, yep. I've been getting a lot of comments lately about headlights. Either they're too bright or they're not bright enough. And the ones that are not bright enough, one of the things that I talk about and say that people might want to consider is LED replacement bulbs. What are you guys doing with LED bulbs? All the time, every day. Yep. 
Uh, the no more you need a little amplifier or transformer. The LED light bulbs today are plug and play. The other thing, if you don't want to step up to the plate with an LED, uh, they make some silver stars yep. uh, made by Sylvania. So your listeners might want to be interested in that. And they come in a variety of different uh, you know, sizes. Uh, and they can fit pretty much any vehicle. Again, it's a plug-and-play. What you don't want is the old-style LEDs that you need to put amplifiers on. Yeah, you because put, they're good for about a year, and then they give you the Italian salute. Yeah, they well, they they that, or they turn on a light that says you have a light out because they're not drawing the right amperage. And But these new LEDs seem controlled. They seem brighter. And they get and let's face it, as you get older, you need a little more light to see. I know uh, I find myself walking next to the window a lot of times to read because I like that natural light. Same yeah. thing at night. You need a little bit more light to see when you're driving. And if you decide you want to put LED parking lights or brake lights in or directionals, then you need to usually put an LED flasher in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So and it uh, works really and, well. Yeah, and I, you know the LED the LED brake lights and and. Uh, and turn signals and stuff like that. Not as necessary, but better headlights to be able to see. Maybe better backup lights so you can so you can see that six inch curb backing up. There you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And um, you know the other thing is, and we learned a little bit about it at a New England Motor Press meeting. Oil and oil viscosity, and there's some new oils coming down uh, the pike. Some of these zero uh, seventeen oils used to be. You know, we put twenty fifty in everything, and we were happy with it. But now you got to be really, it's really critical to use the right oil for the right car, right? The oil uh, crisis started happening back in the old days when General Motors had their fabulous 307 V8s when uh, General Motors decided to uh, use a different type of metal in the camshaft. You didn't put the right oil in, you'd wipe out the camshafts. What was it? Was it, number, was it number seven or number eight that always went uh, bad? With General Motors back in that day, John, it was probably the whole enchilada, but yeah. I think it was seven. Yeah. And uh, today, if you put the wrong oil in, you're going to end up throwing a check engine light. You're going to end up doing uh, damage to the hydraulic timing chain uh, adjusters and all that other kind of good stuff that's in these motors. And remember, if you have one of those new Nissans with the two liters, uh, the only engine that I know of in the world that the actual crankshaft will move up and down and change the compression ratio. And yeah, that's very critical to use the right oil. Yeah, it it, it really is, and you you do need to re- use the right oil. It's important to use the right viscosity, the right the right rating because it it is important and it can affect the way it is. Uh, one thing I'm seeing when I still go out to a shop here and there every once in a while is some of these new GM cars. We're starting to see carbon starting to build up around the valves, and all of a sudden the engine's not running right. You get a you get a, a check engine light that comes on. I thought we I thought we fixed the carbon problem, but it looks like the direct injection uh, is uh, causing some yeah, issues with carbon buildup. Well, direct injection is really really good for power, but here's the problem: if you drive it. Uh, you know, no punt intended, like a little old lady, and you're on the highway, and you never accelerate on it. You don't get a chance to, remember the old days of blowing out the plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, not to be critical of us older people, but if you don't punch the cars once in a while, uh, you're going to end up with a lot of carbon deposits. You have Seafone, and you have also uh, Tecron, which are a couple of pretty good chemicals. Yeah. Uh, BG chemicals, some of those chemicals are pretty good as well. And, yeah, it does make a difference. Um, the old BMWs used to have to pull the into take manifold off and get a set of, uh, get some uh, walnut shells and uh, get in there and blow them all out. And that was a very expensive uh, procedure to get rid of the carbon on a lot of those old beamers. And the other thing is, if your car says you're recommended to use premium, don't be so gosh darn cheap. 
That's you right. Know, drop and that coffee and get yourself a, uh, you know, get yourself the right fuel. And if you open it up and it says use top-tier fuel, which I thought was all nonsense, use the top-tier fuel. Use the stuff that says top-tier, the Shell, the Mobile, because the manufacturer is saying our engines get dirty and you need this little extra additive in it. And like you said, Tecron's been around since, I don't know, the 50s, I think. Yeah, Tecron and C4 yep, both are a couple good, of good, a good affordable products. Yep. None of that dollar stuff no. that you buy at the discount stores or the flea markets. That stuff is, that doesn't work. Yeah. No, no, you're right. But the, I will say you, you brought up dollar store and it made me think of something. I was talking to somebody the other day. I had a, uh, I've, I bought an old uh, used car that I need for a second car, and it was really dirty inside. And I was talking to somebody, and they said to me, oh, you want a good cleaner, and you're cheap. You don't want to spend a lot of money. Go to the Dollar Tree and buy a bottle of something called Awesome, and you'll find out nothing works as good as that stuff does, and it costs a buck. Yeah, some of that stuff is pretty good, and yeah. it doesn't have a lot of public recognition, and it doesn't have a lot of advertising. Yep. And the other thing, John, if you're going down to some of these, uh, you know, uh, dollar-plus tree stores or whatever they might be called, yep. uh, people love buying those wiper blades for 2 or $3, and they just don't work. Yeah, don't, don't, don't uh, use good wiper blades. Use cheap cleaner. You know, there you, you go. That, the, that sounds like a plan. The awesome cleaner works good. Hey, uh, give everybody a little information. Uh, Junior's Automotive, the great big new shop, is located where? Right across the street from Tom's Bait Shop, right diagonally across from Dave's Diner, Route 28 in Middleborough. Yeah, you you want to, you know, do you use Dave's Diner as a waiting room? Do you, do oh, you? my God. <laughs> I tell you, they've got some, the, the stuff that they produce in that place is just amazing, and it's day in and day out. Uh, they just produce some fabulous food, and the girls are always, they're all, they're all on happy pills. I it's kind of like talking to John Bugsley Lawler. You can have a bad day, go in there, and John makes you happy, and yeah. so do the guys and girls at Dave's Diner. Yeah, no, no, uh, some of the best fried chicken I ever had came from Dave's Diner. So, Oof, yeah, I tell you. And, uh, and the phone number for Junior. Automotive in Middleborough? It's 508-946-2227. And you still mm. get your high-power customers that come down, and uh, some of your commercial customers, even even uh, vehicles vehicles come down on ramp trucks and tow trucks because they, yeah. they, they, value, they value the service you provide. Well, one of the things is, John, no matter where you go, as long as you're getting the people to take care of you, you want to try to stay with them. Like going to the dentist or the doctor, you, want, you go all the way for them, you might as well go all the way for your technician as well. Might as well. Hey, Junior, uh, go uh, go fix some cars, and uh, we'll talk soon. John, you have a fabulous day. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Up next, my coworker, Diana Imundi, and I talk about what is going on at AAA these days. Hello. Hello. <laughs> By the way, congratulations. Your name's going to change in the summer, right? It will. It'll yeah. go from one confusing Italian name to a more confusing Italian there you name. Go. Well, congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we have a, we have a couple things coming up and a couple things to talk about. Mm -hmm. I think the first thing we have coming up is, and I don't know how many years this is. Tenth year that maybe we've done the travel marketplace. I think maybe even fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, travel marketplace is a big travel extravaganza that AAA does at Gillette Stadium. And um, can you tell us why people should go? Well, I think if you're going to shop for a vacation, which is a really fun activity anyway, why not do it at Gillette Stadium, especially if you're a Patriots fan? Mm -hmm. And even if you're not, it's just kind of a cool place to yeah. see. There's a lot of fun shops and restaurants. Yeah, around Patriot uh, yeah, Place. Yeah, Patriot Place is definitely a destination for mm -hmm. a lot of people, whether they go over to the big sporting goods place mm -hmm. uh, or whether they just uh, kind of shop the area. But going in to Gillette, 
um, is always kind of a fun experience. Yes. You know, people you see people just staring out at the field sometimes, but when they turn back around, they have all this travel information at their fingertips with people who really know the product. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing to go online and you kind of read the reviews. And I know I went to a place um, in the Dominican Republic and I was reading some of the reviews and most of them are positive, but mm -hmm. some of them were, there was nothing there that I wanted, that I could eat. The beaches were terrible. And I'm like, how could you, the place was beautiful and I right. didn't understand. So sometimes you get people's opinions and you sometimes you can read a little too much into them sometimes. So. Talking yeah. with a travel professional. The other thing is, and you and I have known each other for a long time now, and it's taken me a long time to sometimes learn that the cheapest price isn't the best deal. Very true. Yeah. You know, and I, I do. I admit, I have friends that plan vacations based on travel, like TripAdvisor or Yelp, a lot of the social sites, but, you know, having a, a real travel agent in front of you, many of which have traveled to the destinations that you're interested in, in visiting yourself is really, really helpful. Um, two years ago, I wanted to plan a trip to Italy with my mother and my son, sort of a multi-generational trip. Mm -hmm. And I went to Travel Marketplace and I was actually working at the event and took a little break and my mother and, and son had joined me there. And just being able to almost shop between um, different, you know, different yep. companies and yep. different packages and, you know, visit one table and hear their offerings and kind of almost do a little comparison shopping right there on the spot was really interesting yep. and really productive because yep. we ended up booking our trip before we left that yep. night, which was wonderful. Yep. And the other part is there's some deals to be had at the same mm -hmm. time because I know the last time I traveled anywhere, I went to Travel Marketplace and I looked around, I picked up a brochure and because of the show there was like a $200 savings and some free yes. transfers and... Sometimes like, free luggage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, all, great. All, all kinds of stuff. So it makes mm -hmm. sense to go. But the kind of variety of things that there is, you know, you know, everybody loves going to Disney. It's the happiest place on earth. Right. And, but, you know, Disney is always well represented there and all the cruise lines are represented mm -hmm. there. And, but maybe you're, you're kind of like, I, I, I haven't seen the United States yet. A lot yes. of the, the convention and visitors bureaus are there. The national parks national folks, park. absolutely. Yes. We have such a beautiful country. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to hear so many people that are well-traveled and have, you know, traveled Asia and Europe and all these beautiful places, but have never been to the Grand Canyon. Right, right. Or so it does, it does make a lot of sense to look and see what's really here. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, and I don't have the agenda for the marketplace yet, but there's always usually a lot of um, informational kind of things that you can do and you can learn about different things. So you can learn yes. about you can learn about river cruises. You can learn about some of the uh, cruises and some of the smaller ships that are able to get into the smaller ports. I love that and I love um there's a real emphasis lately on singles who are traveling and want to do some small group travel with other singles. Mm. I feel like, you know, our society's changed a lot and there are many, you know, unmarried people that have a great passion for travel that, you know, they feel a little bit held back sometimes not having that person, that companion right. to travel right. with, but there's so many wonderful opportunities now um, just for that segment of the population. Yeah. And um, I think one of my 
favorite AAA products is the club adventures trips, which are small groups. So you're not traveling, you know, with 50 other people on a big old bus. Mm -hmm. You're um, with a very small group. It's usually about 15 people. There was an old movie, I think it was something like, if it's Tuesday, it must be Belgium. And it was all about it was all about kind of that bus tour and whatever day it is and Mm -hmm. all that. But you're right; these are small trips. And for people who don't kind of understand, I think it's really a spinoff of when people went to say like Cuba on an educational trip. Yes. Part of the trip was you were in a small group and you also kind of had dinner with somebody. Exactly. And that's kind of what this is. And much more localized. So you're you're not visiting the big tourist attractions. You're visiting. Um, and getting more of a local's perspective right. of the destination. Yeah. Um, you're eating at the, you know, the mom and pop privately owned little restaurants right. that cook, you know, authentic cuisine. And you're seeing uh, the sites that a, a travel agent or a guide could not physically get into with a large group. Right. You're doing yeah. bike tours. Yeah. It's really fun. And they're a little bit more active, too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm in love with these destinations as well. Yeah. So Club Adventures has its own website. It, it, and they're not, I expected mm-hmm. when I first heard about this a few years ago that these were going to be premium level, really expensive, and they're not. They're not. They're very modestly priced. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you want to come here and you want a premium level cruise, we can put you on that. But on the other hand, yeah. you can you can take advantage of some of these trips. So, yeah. um, and I just want to throw out there because I really wanted to do this for my honeymoon. So, as you mentioned, I'm getting married this summer and I fell in love with um, the Amalfi Coast Club Adventures tour. But unfortunately, I'm marrying a teacher. We need to travel, you know, very specific dates during the summer. So we were limited and the dates didn't quite line up. So I actually had a travel agent here at AAA recreate a Club Adventures trip for us. So we're visiting those same little towns and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get some inside scoop on the the, uh, the local restaurants yeah. and local flavor and things like that. Um, so we we have people here that yeah. can also yeah. do that. And again, that's the difference between going online and you mm-hmm. think you find out all the information, but in fact, a lot of times you don't. And dealing right. with the travel professional is really where where we can stand out. We can really yeah. help people. And it's terrible when someone spends a lot of money for a vacation and they come back and they go, it just wasn't what I wanted. Right, Where so, if yeah. you're able to talk with someone and really kind of, you know, I'm maybe it's a function of my age, but sometimes buying things online, I'm a little nervous about it because mm-hmm. everything gets represented as fantastic. Right. And then when the box shows up in the mail and you're like, mm, that isn't exactly what I wanted. And that's fine to do that with the $100 thing. To do that with a $4,000 trip is a little bit different. So Absolutely. being able to sit down with that travel professional who has been there or book people who have been there and they come back and they offer feedback about this was good, this was eh, maybe could have been a little bit better, right. this was fantastic. And they all take notes and that's why our mm-hmm. travel folks have this kind of great repertoire of yeah. what they know, but they also have this great client base that they know that really let them know what the trips were like. So if they can't get there, at least they know what it is kind of second second hand. They so, really do work hard yeah. for you. You know, yeah. one of the little Italian vi- villages on the Amalfi Coast that I want to visit this summer. Um, I'm a beach person. I love the beach. And the last time I visited Italy, I didn't see any beaches. So I was really particular on the hotel and access to the beach. And 
our agent did hours worth of work calling contacts locally in that area to find out, you mm. know, what the best hotel yep. with access. I was just really impressed yep. by, you know, her level of care for, yep. no, for that's, us. That's what it's um, all about. Do we have dates? Do we know what the dates are for the travel marketplace? We have a three-day three window. Three-day window, and it's uh, coming up in just a couple of weeks. So it is um, the beginning of March, and it starts on a Friday and ends on a Sunday. And if people are listening and they want tickets to this, and there is a little, what's nice about Gillette is there is no charge to park, but there's right. a, there is a couple bucks to get in. I think it's $4 for a ticket or something like that. But if you're listening right now and you want tickets to Travel Marketplace, you can just email me, and my email is jpaul at aaanortheast.com. And you can find out, and we'll, and I'll be happy to send you tickets. Yep. And, and it's and the sixth, seventh, yep. and eighth. Six, so seventh, March and eighth. Six, seven, yep. eight. So Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday, and yeah. um, trip, uh, AAA Northeast website. Yep. You can just put in AAA.com/slash/marketplace, yep. and yep. you can purchase tickets yep. right there. Yep. If you don't feel like, e I don't know who wouldn't want to email you though. Yeah, but You're if a fun people if, to if people if people want to email me, I will put tickets in the mail. And uh, you know, if you want, if you want two or four or six or eight, if you want them, I'll be happy to, I'll be happy to share them and get them out to you um, as soon as possible. I'm really excited about one thing too that I want to mention. Actually, two things about okay. this this particular travel marketplace. We have a new product called Agent of Honor, mm -hmm. where because destination weddings have become so popular. Um, for, for not just the couple, but for families. Yep. A lot of families yep. really enjoy those trips. So we have this customized service now where the travel agent travels with the couple and does all those detail, all that little detail work to make sure everything's just perfect so for their like day. a wedding planner or a, a wedding planner resort. who is a travel agent, agent who comes with you to do yeah. all the work while, so the couple can actually relax and just enjoy their trip, which I think is amazing. Mm. Um, and I'm also excited, you know, you mentioned the educational workshops that go on at Travel Marketplace. We have a lot of information this year about Real ID. Mm -hmm. which the deadline for Real ID is quickly approaching. You know, people yep. think they have all this time and they yep. really don't, but it's October 1st, 2020. Yeah. And Real ID is an enhancement to your driver's license. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to fly domestically um, after October 1st, you're going to need to have fly with either your passport, if you have one, or a driver's license that's been designated a real ID. Yes. On top of that, there's an enhanced driver's license, which lets you in and out of Canada. Um, so if you're if you're listening, you live up in the live up in the New York region, mm -hmm. and you go to Canada often. Mm -hmm. The enhanced driver's license, but for most people, real ID is the key to it. And if your driver's license, uh, my birthday is in May, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know what, the closer I get to May, chances are the longer the lines are going to be. Well, you can renew your driver's license up to a year early. So in my case, I did the real ID, the enhanced driver's license. Um, I did it almost a year ago. So I did oh, it wow. a year before my license expired and it doesn't change, the expiration date doesn't change. So mm -hmm. my license would typically expire in 2025. It still expires in 2025, even though I did it in 2019. Wow. So no change in expiration. The line wasn't bad at all. 
My wife, on the other hand, her license doesn't expire until 2022. Okay. But she went in and said, you know what, I want to get it now. I'll pay the $30 or whatever it costs to, to have a real ID so I don't have to travel with my passport because, you know, if you watched any, you know, if you watch any European movies, the first thing they do is they take your passport away. <laughs> right. So, you know, you, so you don't want to lose something like your passport in the airport by mistake. So uh, having a driver's license with the real ID is important. And it really it's not crazy difficult, but you do need to follow rules. And you each do. state is a little bit different. That's right. Um, you know, the majority of my listeners are in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. As an example, your social security card, if because you mm-hmm. need a social security card or a, an official document like a, a W-2 form right. or a tax return with your social security number on it, in Massachusetts, that social security card can't be laminated. In Rhode Island, it can be laminated. They will allow that so, in Rhode Island. So correct. there is little differences mm-hmm. between the states, but basically it's similar mm-hmm. in what you need. And you mentioned destination weddings. Right. One of the things that we've run into now mm-hmm. is people that did a destination wedding, their wedding license is from Aruba, Aruba, <laughs> right. and it doesn't count. Or their wedding license is from Anguilla, and it does, mm-hmm. even though it's a, Anguilla is a U.S. Virgin Island, it doesn't count. Right. So you need to make sure you have the right information with you, and when I did it, I, the the customer member service person at the AAA office in Rockland, mm-hmm. I went in one day and I said, well, what do I need? And she handed me the form and she said, you need two of these and three of these. Right, and, exactly. And so the identity yep, document, yep. the and, proof of social security. Yep. And a couple couple weeks later, I was in there and I said, hey, by the way, what do I need? And she's like, didn't you remember the last time? <laughs> two of these and three of these. And I'm like, okay. Right. So then when I came in, I had two of these and three of these mm-hmm. and just went right through the line and it was fine. It, was, it, was, uh, it wasn't much of a wait. That's correct. If you are prepared, it's if not you, a big deal. If you are prepared. But the ladies have it tougher though, John. Yep. Yep. Because of changes in names. Any changes and, in names. And some, I wasn't aware it was as common as it is, mm-hmm. but some people substituted their Mar- their maiden name for their middle Correct. name. Correct. That was really yeah. common. So all of a sudden, their middle, their documents, their original documents had their mm-hmm. middle name. Their new documents had their middle name, their new ma- middle name. Right. As an not ex- matching the birth certificate. Right. As an example, my mother, who was born in the United States, when I found her birth certificate, it wasn't even a name I recognized. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know who this is. But it was my mother's birth certificate. Right. But it's not the name that she used right. once she became, you know, two or however right. old she was. That was not the name. But her birth certificate was completely wrong. So she mm-hmm. would be, that would be a bit of a challenge. So yes. if you have a passport, you really, my, my wife, for instance, had her passport, her social security card, her driver's license, her proof of residency with, with utility bills and mm-hmm. things like that. So again, she went to our Raynham office. She said it took 15 minutes maybe, in and out. Mm-hmm. She got her paper license. A week later, she got her real license in the yeah. mail. So she's good to go. The other thing that makes traveling so much easier is TSA pre-check. If you don't mm-hmm. like taking your shoes and your True. belt off. And and I wasn't aware. I you, They changed the rules a little bit a couple of years ago that... Um, you know, if you had a tablet, for instance, you could leave it in your bag. Then they changed oh, the rules yeah. again and said, no, no, out, the tablet has to come bin. out. Yep. But if you have TSA pre-check and you have an iPad or something you travel with, 
leave it in the bag. We don't care. They because go right through. Go right through. Mm -hmm. So the last time I flew, I had my real ID. Mm -hmm. I had TSA pre-check. I had my bag with my laptop and my phone. I just threw everything in my bag, threw it in the conveyor, kept my shoes on, kept my belt on, kept my coat on because I wore a white coat. Went it's right through. Thing. No problems whatsoever. So yes. um, real ID. Download the form. You can download the form online. Correct. The application, at the form, application form, form online, so you can kind of yes, so you can kind of fill it out ahead of time. Stop into a AAA office where you can pick up the form ahead of time. What we try to do is kind of triage people as they come in. So as they come in the door, we say to them, "What are you here for?" Um, we look through their documents and go, oh, "No, you don't have everything," right. or. Um, yeah, you're missing your passport. Your passport. Oh, I left it in the car. So they run out to the car, come back with it. So they're not all the way up to the window and find right. out they don't have all the documents. Right. So we try to help them through that, and um, you know, and we're getting busy too. I was just, I was, uh, I was just talking to somebody today who went to our Rockland office. Mm -hmm. They wanted to do their driver's license, and they said, "What nice people!" They said, "Yeah, it took a, it. Still took a little time." But right. they said the people were nice. I'd never been there before. It was a pleasant experience. So, you know, it's, al it's always good to hear that. But We try very yeah. hard. And, but, you know, it is a member-only right. service. Member-only um, service. AAA, but one but of the things we're concerned about is that, from what we understand, only about 30% of the people that, that have licenses have real ID. Right. And a very, and even a smaller percent, I guess, even know they need to do it. So whenever you and I are out, we always talk about real ID. Mm -hmm. Even if we don't have every single answer, we want people to be aware because even I was talking to a, I was talking to a woman the other day and she said, what do I need it for? I don't travel. I said, do you have family in other parts of the country? And she said, well, I do. I said, how about if somebody passed away or somebody got sick mm -hmm. or somebody was getting married and you wanted to go visit with them? You need it. You if, need and it. especially if you don't have a passport, and this kind of duels up in it. And it has nothing to do, don't get mad at the state of Massachusetts. Don't get mad at the state of Connecticut or Rhode Island. This is a federal thing. Yes, this was so passed. And I think people need to have a little bit of perspective as to why this came about. Um, just like we didn't have to worry about long lines and TSA before 9-11, this came out of the recommendations of the 9-11 Commission. So mm -hmm. Real ID passed by was passed by Congress in 2005. Right. But the rollout was kind of little by little and a lot of states mm. could defer it to get their ducks in a row. Yeah. And there um, are some states now that still haven't even started no, it. It's so it's scary. Yeah, so. But it establishes minimum security standards for all state-issued driver's licenses and identification cards. So right. your ID card, state ID yeah. card, can be converted to real right. ID as well. Yep. Um, but it allows access to federal facilities, yeah, that, Air mean, not, Force bases, yeah, things like yeah. that. Not a lot of people who don't belong in those places mm -hmm. really go to those places. Um, but on the other hand, if you wanted to say you were involved in s hearing about some new law that was going to be passed mm -hmm. and you wanted to go to a, a federal building right. to learn about it, well, you're not going to be able to get in. You know, uh, one of the well, so fun things that we're talking about, or not so fun maybe, um, one of the ladies we both know is will be soon getting married on a naval base here in Rhode Island. And we're talking about how the guests entering mm -hmm. the naval base will need to have real ID to get right, you know, right. get on and the ground. The, so. And apparently, the only federal building you don't need to have real ID to get into if you've been if you if you have to go to court and you're and you're going to be a juror in a federal courthouse, 
Apparently, they'll let you in for that. Yeah. yeah. Social Security Administration yeah. building, they, right. they're going to let you in there. Gonna, you yeah, yeah, you can go out and fill you, you know, get your Social Security information. But yeah, you're right. So real ID is important. The deadline's coming up October 1st. Um, uh, my recommendation is if you travel at all, mm -hmm. you might want to do it early. Um, even if your license isn't up for renewal. Right. And you still might want to do it. There is a little uh, bit of a fee if you don't do it during your normal license right, period. Right, yeah. I know here in Rhode yeah, Island, it's I think a, it's twenty-seven fifty. Yeah, I think in Massachusetts it's thirty bucks. But like, well worth it. Well, well worth the well headache worth later. It. Yes. Well worth it. So yeah, sorry, ladies. It's a little harder for the ladies, yeah. but uh, just get that you know yep. proof that you were married and yep. the name change. Yep. So some things harder for ladies, other things um, harder for men. And I just want to mention. One, one recent little, little, little study, little study that says old guys <gasps> don't like to give up their drivers, don't like to, don't like to think about driving and not driving anymore. So yeah, so the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety has embarked, well, several years ago now, on something called the Long Road yeah, Study. Yeah, it's one so. of the biggest studies we've ever done right. that looks at how people drive in a real world way, uh, where they're not. You know, this isn't this isn't just survey information. This isn't just a longitudinal yeah, yeah, yeah. research so, project. So this is a project where we're not just sending out surveys and go, oh, 52% of something based on. No, we've done a lot of research mm -hmm. about this. But one of the things we found out and uh, is um, it's a, it's about being social. That's what I think this is all stemming yeah, from, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. when we look at kind of curtailing driving or reducing driving. Mm -hmm. So this isn't strictly just people giving up their driver's right. license. It's, you know, how you respond to aging. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm in my 40s and I already hate driving on the highway during rush hour. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to feel when I'm 75. I mean, yeah, I mean <laughs> and, and, one, and one of the things we do know, though, is mm -hmm. The longer you drive, the longer you're going to live. Right. Because the more you can drive, the more you can, like you said, it's about being social. Yeah. The more you can drive, the more you can not just go to church and doctor's appointments. Quality of life. Quality of life. Yes. You go visit with your friends. You yes. go out to eat. You go to the movies. You And, you know, these don't have to be expensive, exotic things. You go, right. to, you go to the concert at the local high school, but you get out. And the more you do those kind of things, it tends to add to your lifespan. Mm -hmm. So it's important. But what we found is as people do start to age, and kind of a simple example of age is your, your vision is the best when you're a teenager. Right. Um, and at night, you need three times as much light to see between the time you're 20 and the time you're 60. So age is ine inevitable. Right. It's going to happen. You're going to get older because we're lucky. because it's better than the alternative. But we found in this last little piece of study, guys don't like to admit it, do they? They don't. So when we looked at older drivers who reported reducing their driving in the past year, 57% um, were women. 43% of the men said they will not cut back on their driving strictly because they don't have the social supports mm -hmm. that the ladies do, right, right. right? So, you know, when I think about this in a real life perspective and look at my mother and my father or even, you know, my own habits, I have a really great network of girlfriends. We get together once a month. We go to dinner. We go to brunch. Mm -hmm. um, I think women are 
more apt to keep those tight social networks than men are. And that shows up later in life as well. It, mm -hmm. But it, most importantly, it shows up, you know, when we do need some help with, yeah. with things right. like driving. Right. I so. think one of the things that comes up a lot, and it's the lady's fault. Tell me. Why is I'm willing to bet mm -hmm. when you and Tony go out, Tony drives. He does, yeah. That's yeah, and true. that and what happens is, and my wife and I are a perfect example. Mm -hmm. When we go out together, I always get behind the wheel. Yeah. And I've been doing that since we were seventeen and eighteen. Yep. It's just something we've always done. Very mm -hmm. seldomly does my wife ever drive. So it becomes kind of a habit, but it also becomes part of who you are and what you do. So your job is to drive your spouse around. Yeah. So when a guy has to say, you know what, I don't think I can drive well anymore. Mm -hmm. And it, depending on the age, driving may be the only, you know, it may have been when they were 25 years old, they were splitting wood and <laughs> building a house. Yeah. And when they're 80 years old, they may not be splitting wood and building a house anymore and driving is sort of their job. And to be able to say, I'm not capable of that, that's can really sometimes tough. be a difficult thing. And I always, you know, talk about when I go out and talk to folks about driving, and I always say, uh, you know, the story about somebody who she knew that her husband shouldn't drive anymore. And I said, well, why didn't you tell him? And she said, because it would break his heart. I know. I that's saw that he, with my that, own grandparents. That's, that's what he does. That's mm -hmm. what he drives. You know, he's the driver still. Yeah. And that becomes hard. But we, you know, part of the study is letting people realize that it's okay to give up the keys or it's okay to limit your driving. You know, I'm, it took me a couple of years before I realized that my night vision isn't what it used to be. Mm -hmm. I thought I always had pretty good night vision. Yeah. And I think it's still okay, but it's nowhere near as good as it used to be. Yeah. But it's taken me a while to realize that. Right. So there's, when it's that sort of dark and stormy night, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I don't need to go up. Right. Yeah, because so it's, much it's, of hard, it is it's hard to see. So, so what we do is what we really try to encourage people to do and not just based on this study, but we really just try to encourage people, like look, if you're having a little bit of a problem, mm -hmm. admit it, mm -hmm. regulate it yourself before someone does it for you. Absolutely, and you know, one of the projects that I'm proud that we worked on a few years back was developing an online resource for this, um, which can be accessed, we call it key timing, mm -hmm. um, but AAA, just AAA.com slash key, like car key, K-E-Y, timing. Um, we tried to set that up for caregivers mm -hmm. to help older adults plan for driving retirement, which not a lot of people nope. like to think about. Yeah. Every People plan vacations, like, mm -hmm. you know, like travel marketplace. Yep. People plan their retirement. Yep. Absolutely. Nobody ever plans to give up driving. They don't. Very seldomly do I ever talk to someone who says, you know what, in the next year or two, I think I'm going to give up driving and I'm putting in place something I'm going to do to try to make up for driving. Now, we go out and we, we do a program called Uber Easy to Get a Lift, which mm -hmm. tells people how to, how to do ride hailing. Uh, ride hailing can be a reasonable substitute for a car. It isn't perfect. It isn't a perfect replacement. But you can also use it, you know, it's not just that emergency it's not like calling a taxi cab and depending on how old you are taking a cab was sort of a luxury 
Was you know, it really? It was considered a luxury? People thought about it. You know, oh, yeah, that's expensive. I don't, I don't know that I would do that. Huh. But, you know, if you think about, and maybe even you think about not having a car, right. and you're like, well, I'm going to save on car repair. I'm going to save on insurance. I sold a car, so I put some money in the bank. Mm -hmm. And then you look at the average Uber or Lyft ride that might be 15 to $20. And you go, well, that's kind of a lot of money, you know, $40 round trip to go somewhere. Um, but on the other hand, if you sold your car for $4,000. Put that know, in, a, in yeah, a fund. And put, put that in a little fund, and all of a sudden now you, you, can, take, yeah. you can take 100 trips. And then you go, well, it cost me $1,500 to insure my car every right. year. And then maybe another $500 on maintenance every year. Mm -hmm. So that's another 50 trips. So it becomes Absolutely. somewhat reasonable to do without saying, you know, it's expensive. And you can do it safely. Um, we kind of go over some of the guidelines to make using Lyft right. an easy thing to do. Right. Um, you can invite someone to follow you, your you, trip you can, so yeah, you somebody can. you trust yeah. knows where you yeah. are. Exactly. And, and even to the point if you need assistance, mm -hmm. if you have a walker, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you have a wheelchair, there's a different story. But if you have a walker, um, you can you can put some notes in sometimes on some add of, some notes uh, and say I need a little help. I need a little putting help. this in the trunk uh, or Uber, getting into Uber the vehicle. lets you do that, mm -hmm. so that makes it a little bit easier. But f the other thing that people forget about with Uber and Lyft is maybe you have some mobility problems. Maybe you do have a little problem yeah. around and you walk with a cane. Right. Keep in mind you're picked up at your front door. You're dropped off at the front door of wherever you're going, so you're not really oh, yeah. walking. It's a so, beautiful thing, and so, you know a lot of the people that I speak with when I do some training on this. Um, they just want to be comfortable using it for right. when they will need it. And the majority are looking into it as an alternative to say a car service when they're going away. They don't want to park their car at the airport for the week. They want to Uber to the airport. Or, um, you know, they hate driving in and out of the city. So let's say they have a doctor appointment right in the center of Boston, don't right. want to drive into Boston or want to go mm -hmm. see a show yep. and don't love driving at night and don't want to have to worry yeah. about leaving the city at 10 yeah. p.m. Yeah. They are and, really... And, and one of the things we always tell people with um, our programs mm -hmm. is don't be surprised on how quick they get there because you go and you look and you're like, no, they'll be there in three minutes. And you're like, three minutes? I'm not ready for three yeah, minutes. Yeah, if you live yeah, in a... In yeah. a yeah. yeah, a busier suburb yeah. Yeah. or yeah. in the city, especially. Yeah. I remember the very first time I ever used Uber, I was attending a family wedding in Washington, D.C., and my cousin said, oh, I'll get an Uber for you to get yeah. back to your hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And it was there faster than I could put my coat on and walk right. out right. to the front right. of the building. Yeah. So it, it does work yeah. really well. Um, there's good identification. Uh, you, you know mm -hmm. what the car is going to be. You know who the driver is going to be. You know the driver's um, name. Yeah, you have to pay attention. You know, if you, if you want to be, you know, extra, extra safe, yeah. uh, pay attention. Uh, let them ask who you are versus the other way around. Right. But it's, it, is, it is an interesting, safe way to get around. Uh, and we really encourage it. And again, when you're, if you're, older and you're looking at some of these things and especially if you're an older guy and you're maybe mm -hmm. you live by yourself and you're like you know what i want to go out tonight but i don't want to have to deal with driving in the dark or i don't want to have to i'm starting to feel stressed doing it and my advice to everybody is do a short trip you know go mm -hmm. to if you live a mile away from a restaurant or a mile away from a store 
take an Uber or Lyft to that store. Try it out. Try Absolutely. it out. Try it out. And if you know you spend seven or eight dollars and you go, you know what, this was pretty easy. Um, there okay. is, you know, you, you do need a smartphone. You do need a credit card. Uh, there are other services you can do prepaid. Or a though. gift card. A gift they, card. Get, they do the if, gift, if gift card. And we sell those in yeah. our AAA branches, yeah. which yeah. is nice. But, you know, I've been told that Lyft has a very, very secure website. Mm -hmm. So as far as someone hacking your credit card, not really a lot of issues to worry about. So, you know, certainly give it a try. One last thing before we go away. Um, since time began with AAA almost, we mm -hmm. used, we've always had some sort of poster contest where, oh, kids, right. where kids draw a safety poster and they get some awards. When you were a little kid, you got an award. I from, did. You in got an award. Grade. Yeah, you got an award for drawing a poster. <laughs> we, we have joined the 21st century now and we've mm -hmm. decided no hand-drawn posters. We're going to do video contests. Yes. Tell us about that. So... This year, the AAA video contest is very specific to one topic, actually, too. But we're inviting high school students this year to create just a quick 30-second public service announcement video to focus on marijuana-impaired driving. And that's actually one of the things I was going to say about one of the other benefits about Uber and Lyft is that it can definitely help to avoid impaired driving. Um, talk about pre-planning if you know you're going to go out and have a couple of drinks yeah let's let's talk about getting there by uber or lyft yeah. but and, and popular now, and popular destinations mm -hmm. so these aren't places that i go because they're open way too late but if you go to some place that that last call is at one o'clock the Uber and Lyft cars are literally parked out lined front. Lined up and Line, waiting for lined you. Lined up so you go on Uber <laughs> Lyft and boom, and literally yep. they're there in a second. Absolutely. And if you have had too much to drink, um, most establishments will say, leave your car. Right. We don't want you to drink and drive either. So, Absolutely. You know, Grab, this grab is 2020. The there yeah. is absolutely no yep. excuse for driving yep. impaired. But, you know, we see this attitudinal shift, especially with the legalization in, Ma in Massachusetts, especially recreational legalization of marijuana. We need to speak to this issue mm -hmm. because this is certainly impacting traffic safety. People just don't realize that marijuana will impair a driver just as severely in many yeah. cases and, as alcohol. And, and it's not just everybody thinks it's kids and mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Everybody thought it was kids for things like cell phone use when cell phones started to get very popular. But one of the things that we certainly saw, um, I went and did a program in Seekonk one day. Yes. And it was a group of seniors mm -hmm. and I just asked Oh, by the way, how many people smoke marijuana? Yeah, yeah. And it shocked me that six or eight hands went up. And what was the age group? 60 plus. 60 plus, right. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of them, a couple people afterwards, I said, you know, is it recreational or is it medicinal uh, medicinal and they're like oh you know I, you know one 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 woman said to me i, I um, as you said it's one of the things that really makes me feel better after chemo yep um some other guy said it it was one of the few things that makes his knee feel better right um so people are sort of self-medicating with yeah, it a little bit yeah. but on the other hand the level of impairment whether you're you know and one of the things we look at is the teen brain and that's hopefully what we'll see in some of the PSA announcements but 
uh, there is a certain level of impairment, whether you're uh, whether you're a teen or an adult, and and I think the Commonwealth of Massachusetts had a very simple PSA where they said, you know, feel different, drive different. If you feel different, and, you drive yeah. different. Absolutely. And, and whether it's you're tired, angry, um, high, for whatever the reason is, you're going to drive differently than you would when you're a hundred percent. Uh, Absolutely. Ready to drive. So the um, the poster contest is a vi- is open to all all high school all students, high school. so ninth to twelfth yep. graders. And I think the one major difference this year is in the past it's always been very much a peer to peer all you know art art yep. contest, yep. but mm-hmm. also educational campaign where we're actually asking this group of high school students to gear the PSA, not necessarily toward their own peers and age group, but to drivers like you mentioned of all ages. One of the most powerful public service announcements that I've seen about marijuana and driving to date is probably a college age kid talking to his mother and father about, hey, if you're gonna go out and and smoke, if you're gonna try this, you know, they were preparing to go to a party, call me and Mm. I'll come pick you up. And I thought it was just so clever and speaks to the yep. point and, where... And you don't have to go to high school. You just have to be high school age. So if you're yep. homeschooled... That's fine. That's fine. We welcome... Yep. We welcome. actually get a lot of great work from yep. homeschooled yeah, students. Yeah, so... And, you know, if you're in kind of a techie class, mm-hmm. if you're in a if you're in a video and production class at a school and you have a little bit fancier technology than someone with maybe an iPhone and a microphone does, that's fine too. Uh, that's we'll, fine. We'll, yeah, we'll look at We'll it. look at all levels, but if you're doing, if you're trying to put together with a video with as simple of equipment as you can, there are major TV networks to do all of their work with consumer level electronics. Absolutely. So, so you don't need to, you don't need to think you need a TV studio to do this. Right. Um, you just need a little bit of creativity mm-hmm. and, uh, Keep in mind that if you can if you can script it all out, make it work, and fit it into thirty seconds, it's going to take you days to think about this. So, <laughs> That's um, true. But so, if any educators yeah. are listening to, we have a great and it's a free program called Shifting Gears, um, where we visit high schools to mm-hmm. talk about yep. you know marijuana and yep. driving and the impairments and yep. like you said, teen brain development is included in that curriculum too. So we are more than happy. Anyone interested? Um, all you educators out there, it's aaa.com slash shifting gears for the education yep. program. And then you can get more information about the contest at aaa.com slash video contest. And we've tried you'll to have, make it left, really... You left an A out. A-A-A, yeah, dot com slash video contest. There you go. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, the other, the other, who knows what you get with the other one. Oh, God. But yeah, we try to make it, you know, real user-friendly. Kids can upload their PSAs right there on the website. And we actually, um, we're not the judges this time around. We have left it to the people. We're in an election year, right? So um, this is not this is not a political show. We don't talk about politics. Oh, good, so. that's awesome. Yeah. So, so the, the uh, PSAs are due to us via that website by April thirteenth, yep. and then about a week later, you can revisit the website and kind of click on your favorite PSA. Yep. The top five are going to be posted to AAA's Instagram, yep. um, and, and then and how much and how mm-hmm. much do they win? Five thousand dollars. This is the. The biggest prize we've ever yeah. given away. No, this is fantastic. So, yeah. really good stuff. Um, all at AAA.com. You can mm-hmm. go to AAA.com, find out all kinds of information. If you want, if you want to find out about repair shops, AAA.com/slash auto repair. You want to 
talk to me, AAA.com slash car doctor. So all kinds of ways to get information about AAA and uh, encourage you to listen here all the time. So Diana, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Well, that's about it for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the program. I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to Junior D'Amato and Diana Imundi. Remember, if you want tickets to the travel show, just email me at jpaul at aaanortheast.com, and I will send them out to you. The show is coming up in just a couple of weeks, so you need to hurry. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, and be good to your car. Talk to you all soon.